What is the future of Drew McIntyre? Is he going to leave the WWE? What's going to be the next big thing with his character? We're going to get into this and so much more wrestling news. News that will leave a bruise. What's up, everybody? It's it's Kev Callum. It's Sports Key Wrestling. I think you're very, very aware of that. I hope you're aware of that. Uh, happy to join you guys here on uh, Thursday. Back in the mode after the whole uh, holiday break. Hopefully, you guys had a great Fourth of July holiday. Wherever the holiday is, the summer's greeting you. Hope it's very, very well. Go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and get in the conversation. Should Drew McIntyre stick with WWE, or is the return speculation about him uh, more or less than it seems? <clears throat> It's worth noting, it's been widely reported that Drew McIntyre's contract with WWE is not been renewed in terms of a new deal. So whatever deal he's on, he's he's working that deal out. And uh, we got people tuning in from Idaho. Where are you guys watching from? Sound off here. Hit the like button. Get in the comments below. Uh, so the conversation on Drew McIntyre is, what are they going to do with Drew before he leaves? And is he going to stay? Is he going to stay with WWE? Is one of the biggest superstars they've had in the past years. And he is in that rank. He was one of the biggest guys in the company. Uh, during the pandemic, during that non-televised era, he hit, he got to beat Dr- Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship right before, uh, you know, r- right as the pandemic started. The, the first time they were in front of no fans. Uh, you know, someone from Scotland, Drew's hometown. What do you guys think here? People tune in from uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Where are you watching from? Want to hear from it? Uh, go ahead and interact with us. People from the UK, you guys had a good time with wrestling here. We're going to have a good time coming up here with AEW All In. So uh, it's a big time to be following wrestling, especially in the UK. And one of the biggest stars from there, Drew McIntyre is our center of conversation here. Uh, So uh, Fightful reports that he has not signed that new contract. His deal comes up in early 2024. Plenty of time there. Uh, He was getting some injuries some different things handled since he's been out of action since WrestleMania, but has been in continuous communication with Paul Triple H, the chief content officer of WWE. And it was something that, uh, you know, Paul Vec was very happy to kind of joke about and say it was just conjecture, and have, have you read this? You read that? Uh, he appeared on WWE's official talk show, The Bump, and he alluded to this. He didn't outright talk about it, but he called it rumor and innuendo and apologized to fans who didn't get to see him at events while he was gone. Uh, he also uh, he emphasized that he is in the present, not worrying about the past, and not on the future, but in the present, and looks to give fans, quote, 110%. Uh, he added that his focus is clear, quote, He wants that big moment with the title in front of fans. He said that on a WWE program. Uh, That's something he was not afforded with the WWE Championship during the the pandemic, obviously. Uh, House of Wrestling reporting and aggregating all of that. Of course, we have the full story as well at Sports Kita Wrestling. Want to know what you guys think about this? I I think if he's saying that, he's staying. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think Drew McIntyre is uh, staying with WWE. Uh, and I don't think he's going to leave. I think he's a guy who's going to sign a new deal. Uh, you had Triple H in that same press conference after Money in the Bank uh, this past weekend saying outright that he hopes that Drew McIntyre stays with the company for his entire career. He's not just saying, I want the guy to stay. He's saying, I want the guy to have his entire career here. It's very definitive there. Very definitive. I also think something that might complicate this whole situation is WWE is getting bought out. Uh, and what are what is a, a, a contract deal on a talent like him going to look like? And it isn't just Drew McIntyre that we're talking about here. Um, you know, we got a lot of other big names with deals coming up in both major companies, WWE, AEW. And what does Endeavor and the money they bring to the table and the resources they have and the connections they have 
How do they change things now that they're going to have a majority uh, shareholdership in WWE? Uh, I get asked a lot of questions about Randy Orton. People thinking that Randy Orton was going to be back, that we heard some indications of that, and that didn't happen. Another big WWE event came and went. We heard he was going to be back sometime after WrestleMania. That came and went. It's been out of action since May of 2022. Uh, we heard that he is training, that a return of him is imminent. How soon that may be, I don't know. Do we save that for SummerSlam? Do we do that on television before SummerSlam? And how do you bring him back to the table? Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of different things here. Uh, any news about him? No new news right now. Uh, news, though, about WWE SummerSlam. Let's talk about it. Uh, WWE SummerSlam has several big matches in the works for it, including uh, some big matches, including Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. That is the reported plan for WWE with Roman Reigns in Detroit. Very emotional match. Very big thing. I did a lot of content on this. I had a lot of you watching that post show this past weekend. On Saturday, that moment was insane. Jey Uso pinning Roman Reigns. I still have a lot of fans still talking to me about that. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Is that the direction WWE needs to go in? Uh, you also have, as we bring up Drew McIntyre, he is slotted to take on Gunther for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. I think there's a chance that he beats Gunther. If WWE wants to keep him happy and keep him in the fold, an Intercontinental title run before he gets to the world title could be a way to hold those things off. And could be a very, very exciting program indeed. You guys chiming in here saying, uh, uh, saying, yeah, Kyle Martin. Yeah, but the storyline suck. It hasn't been the same since the Attitude Era. Stop telling me about wrestling from 20 years ago needing to come back. Honestly, it just seems redundant and silly. Uh, and also, there's a lot of things in the Attitude Era that don't age that well. There's some things that are great. Uh, there's some things that are awesome, uh, but, you know, it's it's everyone telling me that you got to bring back something from the Attitude Era. I don't know. Uh, WWE SummerSlam, what matches do you need to see on this show? What matches do you think need to be reported for this show uh, or reported in terms of tell me that this match is going to happen? I can't tell you that all these different matches are going to happen. But, you know, the fact that uh, plenty of the big matches are going to be there uh, and plenty of the big matches are going to be things that you are expecting and you're going to get uh, and, you know, Early on, the talk is pretty strong. Some big, you know, you get Jey Uso, you get Roman Reigns, you get Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. I think that's a big deal. You're going to get Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Supposedly, we're going to get the third version of that and some type of gimmick added on it, some type of stipulation. They can't just do a normal match. Um, there's also talk of a women's, WWE Women's Championship. It's no longer the Roman's Championship. With Asuka defending against Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. I'm all down for that. I'm all down for that. Uh, Owens and Zayn defending the undisputed WWE tag team titles against Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Seems like a way just to get Balor and Priest on camera together since Damian Priest is Mr. Money in the Bank. They're in the Judgment Day faction together. Balor failed to get the WWE World Heavyweight title off of Seth Rollins. Uh, but what do you do with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam? There's a lot of people thinking you can go to a lot of different directions here. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. That's been the reported direction for SummerSlam with them for months now. L.A. Knight versus Logan Paul. Uh, a lot of interaction between them uh, before Money in the Bank, a little bit during the Money in the Bank match. Logan Paul, huge internet celebrity. This would be a very, very big opportunity for L.A. Knight and likely the biggest match of his career so far. I know some people are saying, why would you do that with the celebrity? In terms of people that are going to watch him wrestle that have never seen him wrestle before, this is another opportunity to do that. And another one that seems like it could be the end of Ronda Rousey's run in WWE is her reported contract is coming up sooner than later, and they're not rounding up injury time that she's had since WrestleMania. 
would be Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. They abruptly broke up as a tag team. They were tag team champions out of nowhere. Very odd. Uh, thing. This is one of the oddest things I saw because it felt like it just came out of nowhere. There was no indication of this happening at all with her putting a rear naked ch- choke on Ronda Rousey, choking on her own tag team partner and fellow tag team champion. Odd stuff there. Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, get the belts back. Uh, so that that's the reported talk right now. Uh, obviously, a lot of those matches going to get confirmed. Seems we're, we're getting Brock versus Cody. That, that was you know that angle was played up this week on Monday at Raw. It's just a matter what angle, what speculative match you're going to put on that here. People want to see uh, Gunther versus Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed is a big guy. They're starting to do more with him, but I don't see him being utilized as more than a supporting character right now. And I don't think that's a bad position to be in here. Ryan Markham saying it's a match that's going to happen. Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam for the titles. I don't know about that. Jey Uso seems like more the direction than anything. The storylines all st- are still are all going to point in that direction. I think uh, we're going to see a lot more of what they're going to do with Roman Reigns going into SummerSlam. It's going to be a big attraction. It's going to be a big match for him as well. Uh, Sean Quinn Taylor also jumping in the conversation. I have to watch uh, from the days of WWF and R- RR has been one of the best entrances of all time. I, I don't know what you mean by RR there. Uh, David Trocki, uh, Jay should become the new champ, and there are uh, there any news on Bray Wyatt? Uh, uh, no news on Bray Wyatt. I know everyone asked me about Bray Wyatt, but I don't have any news on him, and a lot of people have gotten to the point now. I've seen some you know, just influencer handles just start to uh, fantasy book him into things. They just start to fantasy book him into stuff. Uh, just put him in judgment day and enough people start to talk and they say, well, that, that means he's going to judgment day. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't mean he's going to judgment day. Just because you heard enough people say that they would like to see that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Uh, so there's that. Uh, a lot of people, uh, chiming in here. Uh, a lot of people saying they've been a fan since the golden years. Other people claiming they, they want to see more of that, uh, attitude era. Watch wrestling as it is now, guys. A lot of people complain about, oh, I want to see this or this. Wrestling is awesome right now. It is really, really good. I thought uh, for AEW Forbidden Door was a really, really fun show. I thought WWE's had three very good pay-per-views in a row. I thought WrestleMania was a good WrestleMania. Not a great WrestleMania, but a very, very good one. Some very, very great matches on it. Some of the best matches of the year were on that over both nights. Backlash was spectacular in Puerto Rico. Very, very special vibe there. Very magical vibe. Money in the Bank felt very special. Uh, so you're getting very, very fun shows. Night of Champions, one of the best shows they've done in Saudi Arabia. That main event was great. Storylines are good. Enjoy it. You know, it, it's easy to bitch. And if you, you've just been bitching so much, you're just getting the cycle of bitching. My fantasy booking is it on TV, but what about what they've already booked? Can you just let yourself enjoy that? Uh, you know, so if it isn't exactly what I want, it isn't great. You know, come on. It's a little bit more than that. Hey, how you guys doing? Shout out to uh, Donna Marie watching in Atlanta. Shout out to people watching all over the map. Uh, I know we got people in Malaysia. We got people uh, checking out the podcast, the audio podcast in Israel and Ireland. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate your support. If you guys ever can't watch the live streams on Facebook, you can get us audibly in your ears or watch on demand on Facebook, by the way. Uh, But the audio podcast is available whenever you want it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. And we have hours of audio on there for free. Every single week, Dutch Mantel, Smack Talk, every single week, Unscripted, and Wrestling Time Machine with Bill Apter, Teddy Long on Wrestling Time Machine, and even more exclusive interviews, so much stuff, all of it for free. No paywall. For free. So if you guys got any more wrestling questions, I see a couple more people hopping on. Don't be afraid to ask them here. Um, uh, People saying this. Uh, people just doing all these crazy fantasy bookings here. Donna Marie asking, do you think Austin Theory will lose his title soon? 
Austin Theory, the reigning United States champion. Yeah, I would think it is. He has really cooled off since WrestleMania. And I don't know why. He beat John Cena. He should feel like a much, much bigger deal. And he just feels like a standard heel. I don't know what makes him feel standout-ish uh, at this point. But I do think he's capable of just becoming that. I think with a couple of weeks... You can realign this guy and make him a big star. He had big matches with Seth Rollins this year. He's had big matches, obviously, with John Cena. He's had some big moments. He's had some very significant moments. But he does feel like he's just cooled off a bit. Uh, enough where I'm just thinking, like, if, if there isn't anything in the next few weeks, I wonder what his role is going to be at SummerSlam. I really do. And it'd be weird if he was a scratch from SummerSlam since he's been such a big part of shows uh, and this year for WWE, especially the premium live events. Other people chiming in here. Um, Josh Kragel, in, in terms of the main topic here on Drew McIntyre, what his future is in WWE, him saying that he still wants that big moment with the title in front of fans, something he get robbed of in the pandemic. He says, I think they missed the boat with Drew, an epic heel turn at Money in the Bank, where he claymores Rollins to set up a match at SummerSlam would have been great and unexpected. There you go with the fantasy booking. But, you know, there was a lot of talk of him turning heel, but you heard that reaction he was going to get in the UK. He's going to get a big, big reaction in the UK. And I think if you just had him come out and turn heel, it may have been a gut punch for some people. Uh, it may have worked him in like, oh, we didn't see that coming. But he simply got too big of a babyface reaction to the point where I think people would even just be happy if he turned heel. And fans aren't supposed to be happy when you turn heel. They're supposed to boo you when you turn heel. Um, and would he, you know, he'd be a heel on Money at Raw. Uh, are there other heels that drop off on Money at Raw? Is he going to align himself? There's a lot of heavy heel factions on Money at Raw. So I wonder what you think of that. Does he need to turn heel? Uh, I just did a video on our Sports Kita YouTube channel. I will drop the link to that. I should have this in front of me here. Uh, and this one was really, really fun. I enjoyed doing this. And it was about uh, just that, that there are several guys and gals in WWE that need to do something different with their gimmicks. They need to do something different with their characters. Uh, and I was uh, a big fan of working on this. It took a while to do it. Uh, and we just dropped this just about a week ago. Uh, we also dropped the real reason why Jay Uso pinned Roman Reigns. You can check those videos out. I'll drop this. Watch 10 gimmick changes as I type this live for you. Mm, changes <laughs> needed in WWE. Uh, I'm going to drop that for you guys right now in the chat for you guys watching live. Thank you so much. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, go check that out. Bunch of different stuff there. A couple more questions. Where does John Cena take part in SummerSlam? I don't think he's on SummerSlam. I think him showing up at Money in the Bank to make that big announcement and talk about what was going on with all the fans there, the UK fans that hadn't had a premium live event in nearly 20 years and Oh, don't you guys deserve WrestleMania? Uh, I think the speculation of the dots, you can, you, you speculating? You're darn right. I'm speculating. I mean, if John Cena shows up at SummerSlam, that'd be great. But I, I, I mean, I, you're going to have to, you're going to have to start advertising him pretty soon. Uh, but I think he's a very, very busy guy making a lot of different movies and television projects. So getting the insurance window where you can do that with him is very, very thin. Notice he did some very limited things. Uh, you know, <laughs> Grayson Waller got out there. Thumped him on the back twice and took an AA uh, and, and talked. There wasn't much bump in there for him. Uh, so I, I don't think John Cena has a match at SummerSlam. If he appears on SummerSlam in some form, I think there'll be more of WWE using those big premium live events and John Cena being the anchor voice in the world of pop culture and a very big name to push for 
uh, subsidizing possibly WWE in the UK, which is something that has happened, uh, much like the Olympics and major major events like NASCAR races and and different things. You see this in Europe with major football tournaments and football championships uh, that they want to have pitch for that because you know the the individual markets will pitch for it and, and give them tax incentives and different things like that and built in sponsorships locally. Uh, it makes it affordable and bigger and cost effective and more revenue driven for WWE to go there. Uh, at one point, there was talk that WWE talked about doing that and that they weren't actually getting pictures or maybe there was just discussions, but no hard bidding on an event. For years now, cities have bidded on WrestleMania and uh, you could do a WrestleMania in the streaming era. This isn't the pay-per-view era where you really want that hard 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that you get in the United States with these pay-per-views. It's streaming, premium live event. You can kind of watch it on delay. Most people watch it live and talk about it. And obviously the hardcore fans will talk about it live and maybe watch it within the next day. But it's a two-day event over two different afternoons. That would be pretty cool and very, very doable with the six-hour time difference to the United States, which is WWE's core market. I know it's an international company, uh, but that's, you know, we've seen them do it with, uh, you know, the big events in Saudi Arabia. They got to do this on like Friday afternoons. Sometimes it's a little bit of a stretch. Don't think I don't think that means it makes them less than, but it does it does make an issue for the Western world. And sometimes you have people watching those on Saturday afternoons or Saturday mornings. I watch SmackDown sometimes not live on Fridays. I do live comedy on, on the weekends and different nights. So it's a little bit of a challenge. Uh, I want to hear from more of you guys, though. I think John Cena's main role out there was to push for that. And you have AEW doing a big show in a stadium in London, and WWE wants to compete. All right, you want to poke the bear. Say you're going to take that record in, in the UK in terms of live attendance. You know, we're going to we're going to see about that. So that's what I think WWE is doing there. That's my surface level observation. I didn't expect these questions, but I'll take them. I was asked about Randy Orton. Do I see him returning at SummerSlam? Who knows? I mean, we heard the return with him is imminent. I get asked about Randy Orton every day. That's the latest I have on him. People saying thank you. Happy to answer your questions, guys. Very, very happy to, to bring up your questions and your take and all these different things here. Uh, more of you guys asking questions here. Do you think that Reigns eventually becomes the legendary babyface character once he finally loses the title, lots of speculation about that being a WWE plan down the road. And then someone immediately saying <laughs> that Roman Reigns sucks. Uh, so fans are allowed abound to their other own things. Um, I've had some people at sports Kita that we're talking to some of the boys, you know, we're just going back and forth about, you know, and we take off our reporter hats. We just start to, you know, what we see, what we want to see as fans or what we're rooting for, what we want to expect to happen uh, coming out of money in the bank. A lot of people were shocked that he even got pinned. They thought there would be some way to do that where he didn't get pinned. And the fact that he got pinned means I think at some point they're going to take the title off him. The fact that they're going to get him pinned, they're giving you the inclination that no, there's going to, there's going to be no false finish. There's going to be no screw job. There's going to be nothing at some point. Hard prediction at some point within the next year from now, this is August of 2023. And I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, and you throw your ones up, and you yell, "You no, 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 Kevin, I ride with Roman Reigns. You were wrong. I acknowledge him. Acknowledge you were wrong. But I'm saying this. On August 6, 2023, or, excuse me, July 6, 2023, within the next year from this date, Roman Reigns will not be the WWE Universal Champion. Someone's going to take that belt off him that he's had for nearly you know, three years plus here at this point. Uh, and he's unified that with the WWE Championship. He's the most defined and over world champion in all of professional wrestling, not just WWE, and certainly the last decade. But if you're going to end that, it's got to be a big deal. It's got to be the right guy at the right time in the right way. And guess what? 
Some people say it can't be predictable. No, it needs to be. You need to know you're going to get that payoff or at least believe in it. And if they get you to doubt it, there's a sense of disbelief. You're like, no, don't mess with me like that. They were always messing with you like that. That's the beauty of wrestling. When they get you to forget that it's a show and you just want to see something happen. They did it at Money in the Bank. They got you. They got you. Hook, line, and sinker, man. And if they can do that moment and make it special, uh, great. Uh, what do you do with Roman after that? Roman goes away. Roman's got to get out. <laughs> I know Roman doesn't wrestle and he's on. He's you know, he's not in the ring. He has this kind of limited featured role. Uh, some weeks he's not even on TV and they're kind of keeping things going with the bloodline. I think with him, you can do a whole lot uh, of different things with the character after this. But this character... He has to end with losing the title. And then you can talk about all those different things, but we haven't gotten there yet, and that's a long, long ways away. Does he get to WrestleMania next year with that title? Very much in doubt, especially after they decided to pin him because he felt untouchable, even though you felt like there was a chance of it happening. But in that match, I kind of knew something was going to happen, and I knew he was going to take the pin. I thought that was my big thing to expect from the show. It was the big thing coming out of it. Uh, and you can talk about the, the Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. It's great. No, this is the story. This is the story. People saying Steve, Cody has to be the man to dethrone him at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A lot of people have talked about that. Uh, and uh, people asking, what do I think is going to happen in the tribal chief court tomorrow? Well, <laughs> does Roman Reigns have to show up to court if he's the tribal chief? Um, I don't know what could happen, but I'm, I'm captivated because the last time they did this, it was pure soap opera drama. And it was lovely. And I don't know how uh, they, does, does he even have to answer the court? Does he walk out on it? Does he even show up? Does Paul Heyman show up for him? Is it a sneak attack? No matter what, they're, they're going to launch the SummerSlam main event from this segment. I think you're getting that. You're going to know for sure that it's likely him versus Jey Uso. That's the plan. Um, but I think Jimmy Uso is going to play a supporting role in this match. He's going to be involved in some way or another. There's no way he, they're doing this match and he's not there He's not involved. He's not a part of the road to it in some way. Uh, people saying, will Big E return at SummerSlam next month? I don't think so. Uh, the status of Big E is very much up in the air. He's working as an ambassador for a uh, a pro football team. Uh, he's still involved. He still seems positive when he talks about his neck injury. He broke his neck, sadly, in the ring some time ago. There was some soap of hope. Of him avoiding surgery with that, but if he has a surgery, he, he's kind of expressed, yeah, that's the end of my career. I can accept that. Uh, it'd be very unfortunate if that's the way his career ended. But uh, you know, he had a very serious break. He had a very, very serious neck injury. Uh, and some guys may take may, may take the chance with a, a surgery and want to continue their career, and other guys may not. And it's up to them to make that decision with their bodies because they've given us so much as it is. Um, other people saying they're going to this is my first time going to uh, SummerSlam. Hottest SummerSlam event of my life. They're looking forward to it. So I'm happy for you, man. I went to SummerSlam 1994, and I went to SummerSlam last year with Lesnar and Reigns. Very, very fun event. Uh, and Detroit, uh, a pretty fun city, a very underrated city out there. So, uh, And we'll be there, too. So we'll be uh, covering all the different action, all the good stuff. Thank you guys for watching. This is a long, long episode. Did you like it? Hit the like button. I know how many of you are watching. Go ahead and hit the like button. It's free. You, you don't have you don't have like a limited amount of likes you can give away. This isn't like Twitter where there's a, somehow a limit on what you can and can't do. Should we get on threads? Did you guys see threads? The new Facebook, Instagram version of Twitter? Let us know. Get in the comments below. You can follow me on the Twitter machine while Twitter is still a thing. At Kev Kellum. 
You can follow at SK Wrestling underscore and all these different apps down there that you see in the bottom as well. Remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Say it with me in the chat right now. And drop your questions, by the way. I'll answer those, even if you're watching on demand. Is enjoy wrestling. Bye. Bye-bye.